1: Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Friday, October 28th. How the heck is everyone doing? My name is Richard Blosser. Welcome to the Friday face off, a little sidetrack of this show that I tr- try to do during the season, which is where we will go down and cover all of the AHL action this weekend as well as, as well as get you. Caught up with all the Hershey Bears news, notes, nuggets during the week. My name is Richard Blosser, welcoming you. And as always, we are brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Net- Network. So, um, alright, so I'm sure the Bears had a lot of stuff this week. You know, it was a quiet practice week after the boys got back from Charlotte, if you want my thoughts on that weekend. Uh, do to listen to last week's episode, uh, Monday's episode, to hear my recap um, of of how I thought that went um I do want to say a little bit maybe I was a little too psyched up over the weekend um I just think Friday's loss left a really bad taste in my mouth uh, because as passionate as I am about this team as a lot of you know um I just uh I want this team to do well and I'm still a little... Not scarred, but still a little hesitant or like, I don't want to see this team fall into the bad road woes that we had last year. I mean, I watched this team do nothing on the road in 2022 last year. Heck, we only won three road games. And I don't want to see that continue. I really don't. And Hartford's just always had our numbers since coming back over to the East because of them having a really good farm club and knowing how to develop their talent. So, yeah. I guess maybe I am apologizing a little bit for what I said, but just I want everybody to know where my passion comes from. I want this team to succeed, and I want us to do well. And I want us to get points now because, well, I mean, in a way, are we going to get good later? who knows who knows i certainly don't nor do i claim to know so um the boys have their first 3 and 3 this weekend as we will get into here in a little bit it will inv- now what is a 3 and 3 you ask for all of you listening that's 3 games in 3 days that is friday saturday sunday uno dos tres no exceptions substitutions or refunds aladdin robin williams but i it's a, It's the one of like only a handful were doing this year because boys and girls, back in the day, there used to be a lot of these. That's what um, that's what the bear schedule was was based off of. In fact, if you go farther in Bears history, boys and girls, if you listen to our, I think 09,10 Retrospeticus, there used to be four in five days. There used to be um, Wednesday night games and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And you can imagine how much that taxes a hockey player. Three games in three days, especially with travel, which we're going to see this weekend, is going to be particularly rough. And you're going to hear me use a term I call a scheduled loss, which is where you have travel one day, and then you come back home. Hartford could be a good example of this, because Hartford, boys and girls, Is a five and a half hour drive up um, (laughs) I-95. We've we've been along that corridor going up to Providence. And it's a rough drive going from Hartford to home. I've done this. It's I-95, Tappan Zee Bridge, down into Jersey. 78 back home. With sometimes a lot of nothing. And Connecticut traffic. If you know, you know. But coming back home... From getting done with the game around nine, driving back, you get home around three, and maybe for some of these players, you don't get back into your own bed until four. No morning skate, obviously, but it's right back at it to be back at the arena by probably around um, two or three. So yeah, it's a rough turnaround, and sometimes losses happen due to a a result of it. So that's just a little bit of that. So, why am I rambling about this Because well, there's not a lot of bears news this week. There really isn't. There was talk among the uh caps bloggers. Could Peter Lavulette send Connor McMichael down? He's not really using him no he he's really not. He's been the extra scratches or the extra extra bodies on road trips, which the capitals have had recently, but um yeah, he's not being used much, and there's some rumblings of. Why doesn't Lobulette send him down to Hershey? Use, send him down to Hershey so he can get more playing time. Is Connor McMichael going to get sent down to Hershey? And my answer to that is, nah. No. No, he isn't. He's not. And I, my response on Twitter has been the same thing I've told me and my boys. I'll believe it when I see it. When it happens, I'll believe it. It's like things you hear out of politicians all the time. I'm going to reduce the deficit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. I'm going to lower taxes for everyone. everyone. Yeah, yeah, I'll believe you when you a- actually do it. I'm going to slash healthcare prices. Yeah, I- I'll believe you when you actually do it. Y- it. Yeah, I'm cynical, if I'm using the right words. But yeah, I- with-, with with D.C., wow, I used a political acronym for a team in D.C., Wow. Oh the oh the juxtaposition of that. <laughs> so yeah, I'll believe it when Peter Lobulette and the Capitals actually do it. And perhaps a, a, a concern of mine is could Connor McMichael go the way of Ilya Samsonov? I mean, could the Capitals actually trade him and not keep him around long term? Because Connor McMichael is quickly joining the ranks of, oh, I don't know, a Riley Barber, a Brian Pinhoe. Um, A lot of other prospects we've had in the Hershey pipeline the past four or five years that the Capitals just have no real interest in. They'll draft forwards high, but they'd much rather keep guys like your Nick Doubts, your Carl Haglin's, and your high-end free agency guys that, that you're keeping. They want to keep your Connor Shearys. To the Capitals, that's more important than bringing up these young guys for the bottom six. And while there can be value in signing um high name free agents and it can work and it worked only one year for the Capitals. What does that explain to uh, to other guys? Guys who don't get time to develop. The the only real forwards that have really come up through Washington to actually get real sustainable time was Jacob Varana. And eventually he got traded for Anthony Mothana it big contract Anthony Mothana for, to be exact. So, the only one, only one that's really came out of Hershey is a guy by the name of Tom Wilson. And he came out of nowhere. He, he's the unicorn. He's the exception. He's not the rule. Because I've seen the guys. I don't think Riley Sutter has a future in D.C. at all. And he's going to get shipped out. And I understand this can be the nature of the beast. And Joe Snively's having a great time up there. Guy signed up. Great. Good for him. But who's to say he'll, he won't he will get traded? Ilya Samsonov, first-round goaltender, signed the, the successor to H- Brandon Holtby, he was supposed to be. Banachek could have been that. I mean, he wasn't a first-round, but he was a prospect, and both of them got shipped away so you could sign 32 year old Darcy Kempner <laughs> and Charlie Lindgren whom I'm happy for point being this is the Capitals I honestly don't think know they know what to do with their prospects I honestly don't know because the Capitals fan base cares about one thing Ovechkin getting the goal record they don't care about another Stanley Cup. I've done Twitter polls about this. That's where their mentality is. So, that seems to be more concerned about fulfilling the final days and the final years of Ovechkin. Because, boys and girls, that's coming. It is. Father time's coming for him. I mean, he can outrun it all he can. But, that's more of the focus. So, I'm rambling a little bit. But, yeah, I, I will... I'll believe Connor McMichael getting sent down when I see it happen. Some slight Bears news as uh, Martin Haas um, seems to have recovered from his preseason injury and was sent down to South Carolina, and good for him and good for them for him to get some time. We are kind of loaded on the defensive core, and the back end. So, we'll see you in South Carolina, kid. If there's any injuries, we'll give you a call. Don't call me, I'll call you. Weather's lovely down there in South South Carolina. And the boys are getting ready for their first three and 3-3 three of the year. Um, a nice little thing Hershey's also doing this weekend is uh, wearing some um, high school jerseys of local teams during warm-ups on Sunday. Cool concept. I like this. This is... This is nicely done and um who knows maybe I'll have to break out some college jerseys this weekend not too sure but speaking of this weekend it's time for the Friday face off This is the Friday Face-Off here on the Grit and Barrett Podcast, where we preview Hershey Bears hockey, go around the American Hockey League, and find any other tidbits of the hockey world that I find interesting. It's time to grab some chocolate, lace up those skates, and grab your hockey bag. Maybe we'll stop at a Tim Hortons along the way. This is the Friday Face-Off on the Grit and Barrett Podcast. Friday, week number three of the American Ho- American Hockey League. We're at the end of October. Hockey fights cancer stuff coming up. Halloween decorations all all around. Are you ready? Let's get right to it. We start by going to Henderson, Nevada, for an eleven a.m. start in Henderson, Nevada. What? as the Colorado Eagles take on the Henderson Silver Knights what the heck is this a school day game on a friday silver knights you're a madman but interesting last season both these teams were a little even between these two as the uh, the Colorado Eagles went 3-3-0 and 2 against the Silver Knights and the Silver Knights went 5 and 3 against the boys from Colorado Past couple seasons have shown Henderson to have the edge at nine and four. Top scores for each team, Charles, Charles Houdin with eight points and um, Gage Quinney with three points, although Sheldon Rampell has five points. It looks like he might have gotten called up to Vegas. 11 a.m. start there at uh, Silver Dollar Loan Center. Okay, up next we go to the city that the NHL forgot as the Hershey Bears travel to take on the Hartford Wolfpack. Wolfpack starting winless to start the season. Hartford got the better of the Bears last year going 5-1 and one, while Hershey went 1-3-0-2 oh, against the Blue Boys. The past five seasons have have shown Hershey having the edge at eleven five zero and two, while Hartford is seven eight two and one. Top scores for each team: Matthew Robertson with four points for Hartford, and Mike Vecchione with four points for Hershey. Seven o'clock start there at the XL Center. Up next, we go due north, and we go to Place de Belle as the Rochester Americans travel to take on. The Rocket de Laval. Saw last season saw split between these two as Rochester went four, three, and one against the boys in red, white, and blue, while Les Rocket went four, two, and two against Rochester. Top sc- top scorers for each team. Uh Linus Wesbach for Yeah, Wesbach. Wesbach for the Amherst with six points. Gabriel Bork with four points for the Rocket. Seven o'clock start. There in Eastern Canada. Up next, we go to Syracuse. As it's a battle of the blue between Toronto and Syracuse. Last time these two teams met was on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday as the Marlies got a 5-3 victory. Uh, Top scorers between these two for the Marlies. Joey Henderson with 7 points. Felix Robert for the Crunch with 10 10 points. Go, son. Have yourself a day. 7 o'clock start there at Oop State Medical University Arena. Up next, we go to Utica. Well, they do have the lights on as the Cleveland Monsters travel to take on the Utica Comets. Last time these two teams met was a week ago with Utica getting a 3-2 win at home when the lights were still on. Top scores for each team. Brian Pino for the Comets. Go on, son. Go on. Former Bear doing great. And for the Monsters is Emil Bjornstrom. 7 o'clock start there at the ABC in Oop State, New York. Up next, we go to the Electrodrome as the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Pens. The, uh, the 4-0-1 Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins. Pooey. Take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Down there at the Electrodrome. Uh, last season, saw these teams split the season series 6-5-0-1. Oh, uh, Wilkes-Barre getting the one overtime. Uh, getting the shootout loss and Lehigh getting the over, overtime loss. These two teams, last time these teams met, Lehigh won 3 to 2 Back on October 15th. Top scorers for each team. Ronnie Attard with 4 points for the Phantoms. Gotta be careful how I say that. And still, Alex Nylander with 6 points for the Pens. 7.05 start-ish there at the PPL Center. Don't worry if you get to your seats by 7.10, you'll be fine. Up next, we go to Providence. As the Charlotte Checkers travel due north to take on the Providence Bruins. Uh, last season between these two uh, saw Charlotte get the better going four and two against them while Providence went two one oh and three last five seasons saw the, um, uh, excuse me there for a, a second here. Just checking something away. We go last five seasons, saw Charlotte go ten six and two against the baby Bruins while Providence went eight, six, one and three top scores. Anton, Vettini with six points for the Checkers. And Fabian, ah! LaSalle with six points for the Bruins. 7.05 start there at America Mutual Pavilion. And it's Hockey Fights Cancer Weekend there, there in Providence. Go support a great cause. Up next, we go due west. And we head to Springfield as the 2-3 and three Springfield Thunderbirds welcome the Providence. Not Providence. Why did I do that? The Bridgeport ugh, Islanders. The two teams took on each other about two weeks ago with Bridgeport getting the 3-2 victory. I think that may have been opening night for the Springfield Thund- Uh
0: Top scores for each two. Rus- Rusland Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. As
1: Hodnvik uh, for the Islanders, boy, that's a name, with six points, and Nathan Todd with five points for the Springfield Thunderbirds. 7.05 start there at the M&M Center, which is the Mass Mutual Center, which is near the casino. Can't miss it. Up next, we go to Milwaukee as the Belleville Senators take on the Milwaukee Admirals. Wow. That's a bit of a bit of a uh travel for them. Uh first time in a while these two teams have played each other no head to head in a previous season. And uh looks like they had a two game set um sometime with Milwaukee taking both. Uh top scorers for each team, Jake Lucchini for the Belleville Senators with 9 points, and Luke Evagelstela. Ev- Ev- I'll get it right one of these days. 7 o'clock start. They're at UW-Milwaukee Panther Arena. That's a mouthful. Up next, we go to Rockford, Illinois, as the Chicago Wolves travel to take on... The Rockford Ice Hogs. Last time these two teams played each other was a week ago. With Chicago taking a 4-1 victory. Uh, Top scores for each team. Anton Honka. Honka? Honka? E Honka? Anyway. Of the Chicago Wolves with 4 points. And Lucas Rachel with 6 points. 7 o'clock start there at BMO Center. Up next... We go. Got to scroll down to get get to these. We go to Abbotsford, British Columbia, Canada, as the San Diego Gulls take on the Abbotsford Canucks. Last season saw Abbotsford take this series seven to one, while the Gulls went one six and one against the boys in blue and green. Um, top scores for each team: Linus Carlson, the top scorer for the Abbotsford Canucks, with five points, and Lucas Brulard with eight points. For the goals, 7 o'clock start there at Abbotsfoyd Center. It's so nice to see them. Not, it's not called the Abbotsfoyd Sports and Entertainment Complex. Up next, we go to... Angel of the Winds Arena. <laughs> okay. Angels of the Winds Arena in Everett, Washington. Okay. As the Calgary Wranglers take on the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Okay, these two teams had a weekend set two weeks ago with the Firebirds taking both games up there at the Shadow Dome. Um, Top scorers, Brett Sutter for the Wranglers with six points and Coachella, Jesper Froden with eight points. Seven o'clock start at Angel of the (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at this. It's not bad, it's just it's just really weird. And lastly, we go to the brand spanking new Tech CU Arena as the San Diego Barracuda welcome the Tucson Roadrunners. Last season saw the Barracuda go 4-1-0. And one against Tucson, while Tucson went two and four. Last five seasons have seen sort of even, as Tucson went twelve six two and two, while the Barracuda went ten nine two and one. Top scores: Michael Carcone for the for the uh, Tucson Roadrunners, and for the Barracuda, Derek Pouliot, former I think Pittsburgh Penguin. Seven o'clock start there at the Tech CU Arena. That does it for Friday. We'll get to picks at the end of everything. So, starting on Saturday, we go for the rematch as the uh, Rochester Americans take on Les Rockets de Laval. 3 o'clock start there in Laval, Quebec, Canada. That's just what they do. Up next, we go to Canada Life Centre, where the Manitoba Moose welcome the Iowa Wild. Uh, Last season saw this team split the series down the middle, going 4-3-0-1 against each other. Last five seasons has seen the edge go to the Iowa Wild at 12-3-1-2 as the Moose went 6-11-1-0-1 against them. Top scores, Sammy Walker, no relation to Nathan Walker, with three points, while Jansen Harkins is the leading scorer for the Moose with seven. Two o'clock start. There at Canada Life Centre. We go out west for the rematch between the Calgary Wranglers and the Coachella Valley Firebirds at Kraken Community Ice Complex. Three o'clock start where the Kraken play. Up next, we go to Hartford, Connecticut as the Charlotte Checkers doing an I 95 tour will take on the Hartford Wolfpack. Uh, last season, saw Charlotte go five zero and one against the Wolfpack, while the Wolfpack went one four and one against the boys in Charlotte. Charlotte has owned this rivalry at eighteen three and one the past five seasons, with Hartford four fifteen and three. They've already played each other twice down there at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum, with Charlotte taking both. With Charlotte taking both, seven o'clock start there at the XL Center. We go to Hershey, Pennsylvania as the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Baby Penguins take on the Hershey Bears. The I-81 rivalry starts again. Last season saw the Bears go 8-3-1 with a lot of early victories against the Baby Pens while the Baby Pens went 4-7-1. and Past five seasons have seen Hershey pretty much take this rivalry 31-10-1-2 while the Pens went 13, 24, 4, and 3. 7 o'clock start there in Chocolatown. Up next, we go back to the TCU Arena. 4 o'clock as a rematch between the Tucson Roadrunners and the San Jose Barracuda. The jersey matchup between these two should be delicious. 4 o'clock start there in No Up next, we get the rematch as the Cleveland Monsters. Hold on a second. Hold on, as the Cleveland Monsters take on the Syracuse Crunch. 7 o'clock start there at Oop State Medical University. We have another rematch as the Toronto Marlies take on the Utica Comets, 7 o'clock start there at the ABC. We go back to Allentown as the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Bridgeport getting the better of this, going four one and one against the Phantoms, while last year the boys in orange only going two three and one. Past five seasons have seen a slight edge to Bridgeport at ten five and three, while Lehigh went eight seven one and two. Seven oh five ish start there at the Electrodrome. Up next, we go to the Mass Mutual Center as the Providence Bruins traveled to take on the Springfield Thunderbolts. Last time these two teams met was 2 weeks ago with Providence getting a road win there at the Mass Mutual Center. <clears throat> 705 start there at the Mass Mutual Center. Notice for some of these teams I'm not going over the top scorers again because we already covered that on Friday and this on on Friday and we no sense in, in updating it. Up next We go to the Allstate Arena as the Milwaukee Admirals travel to take on the Chicago Wolves. These two teams met on October 15th with um, the Admirals getting a 5-2 win there there at Allstate Arena. 7 o'clock start there at Allstate Arena. Up next, we go to Rockford as Belleville travels to Rock... Rock... For to, to to take on the I, wait a minute, Belleville's doing a Midwest road trip. Hershey, Belleville's doing a Midwest road trip. What's your excuse? I'm 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 sorry. I'm I'm sorry. That's that's that that's a me problem. I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. <sighs> In the past five seasons, uh, hitting some hitting stuff. <laughs> In the past five seasons, the Senators are two and zero against the Rockford Ice Hogs. Seven o'clock start there at the BMO Center. Up next, we go to Texas as the Grand Rapids Griffins take on the Texas Stars. Uh, last season, saw the Stars pretty much take the majority of this series at five one and two. While the Griffins went three, four, and one, last five seasons have seen a bit of a split. While uh, Grand Rapids went ten, ten, two, and one, and Texas went thirteen, seven, two, and one. Top scorer for the Griffins, Austin Zarnick, former Islander, with seven points, and Curtis McKenzie with seven points for Tech for Texas. Seven o'clock start They're at the H E B Center. I'd imagine attendance there won't be great because the Houston Astros are looking pretty darn good three hours down the road. Up next, we go to Ontario as the Bakersfield Condors travel to take on the Ontario Reign. Uh, Last season saw the Reign get the majority of this at 5-2-1. These two teams already met back on October 16th with Bakersfield getting a 3-2 win. Top score for each team, the Condors. James Hamblin with 6 points. And TJ Titan with 8 points there at Ontario. 6 o'clock start there at the Toyota Center. Up next, we go back to Abbotsford for the rematch between the Gulls and the Abbotsford Canucks. 7 o'clock start there at Abbotsford Centre. And then we go back to Henderson, Nevada for the Silver Dollar Loan Center. As the Henderson Silver Knights get their rematch against the Colorado Eagles. 7 o'clock start there at Dollar Loan Center. Heavy Saturday slate. Fun times for everyone. We go to Sunday. As the Iowa Wild get their rematch against the Manitoba Moose. 2 o'clock start there at Canada Life Centre. We go for the rematch. Busy weekend for Providence. As the Springfield Thunderboys. Uh, get their rematch against Providence, a home-and-home series, as still it's Hockey Fights Cancer Weekend there in Providence. 3 5 start at Amca Mutual Pavilion. Up next, we go to Hershey, Pennsylvania, as the Lehigh Valley Phantoms travel to take on the Hershey Bears. The Bears already got a win against this team, 2-1, back on October 16th. 5 o'clock start, this time in Hershey. And lastly, we get the rematch, between the Texas Stars and the Grand Rapids Griffins, five o'clock start down there at Cedar Park, Texas. All right, time to get to the picks. That that was a heavy Saturday, Friday, and Saturday slate. I do not miss it at all. All right, so so um, Hershey versus Hartford. Oof, this is a this is an interesting one, but um. I'm going to... Hershey and Hartford. Hershey's going to be mad. Hartford's not that great. Everything says take Hershey. Do I go contrarian? Do I go oppo? Nah. God hates Hartford. I, 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 I can't do it. Uh, the other mandatory is Toronto versus Syracuse. I'm going to take uh, Syracuse in this for no good reason. So um, our mandatory picks has a wild card pick has a stipulation teams with orange. Thanks, Danny. thanks a lot. A team with orange we have to pick this weekend because Lol um, because Lol it's it's Halloween weekend. So that doesn't leave a lot to the, to the imagination. Hmm, Bridgeport, they're doing well. They're doing well enough on a Friday. Not too much trash. Yes, I'll take Bridgeport. Now watch Springfield's going to absolutely smoke them because that's what happens to me. Uh, so Providence does play on... I'm going to take Providence on Friday. Charlotte, first roadie of the year. Uh... They didn't do that well against Providence that last year. So, give me Providence on a Friday. I'm taking a lot of Providence Fridays. (sighs) I must be a sucker for it. All right. We go to Saturday. Wilkes-Barre versus Hershey. I'm taking (gasps) Wilkes-Barre. Why would I do that? It's because you're a Pittsburgh fan. No. This is a scheduled loss. Heavy travel with Hershey. Wilkes-Barre is only traveling from, from Lehigh. I've seen this movie before. I know what's gonna happen. Give me Wiltsberry in this. And I don't I regret nothing. Our other pick is Grand Rapids in Texas. Give me the stars. I have family down near there. And Saturday Saturday, let me just bring up that. We're still we're still with the orange teams. Um darn it's not the Angel of the Winds arena. It's not. Darn it. Do I do with Coachella? Do I? I'm I'm not sure if I if I really could. I don't think I could. Bakersfield's in Ontario against the rain. Nope, nope, nope. I've seen that movie. Nope. I could take Lehigh. I could take Lehigh. Bridgeport. Bridgeport traveling. I could take Lehigh. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. They're at home. It makes it. Yep. Don't. It, that's why it makes sense. Because it makes no sense. Give me the Phantoms. Give me the Phantoms for no good reason. So we go to Sunday. And Hershey plays again. I'm taking Hershey for the heck of it. I will not be surprised if... If um, if Hershey actually does lose this because it's their first three and 3-3. Three and I'm just not sure if the condition legs are there or not. Give me Texas. Because I'm playing the Law of Average on that one. Uh, no orange teams for Sunday because it's a bit of a uh, a slim lineup for it. So, who do I go to on Sunday? There's the Blue Moose. They haven't let me down yet. Or do I... They haven't let me down yet. Or do I go with Providence at the tail end of a 3-3 three and three at home? I don't trust Springfield yet this season. No, you go with the old standby. Give me the Blue Moose. I can't go against my blue moose. So that'll do it for the Friday face-off. All the picks are in. Do we have any games on Halloween Monday? Nope. No, we don't. So that'll do it for the Gritton Barrett podcast. Friday face-off number three is done and dusted in the books. Love it and enjoy the hockey this weekend, everyone. Thank you to the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network as well for hosting the show. And thank you to all of you who got this episode over 20 downloads between Friday and Saturday. I am very grateful for all of you listening to this. To any of you listening to to the Bears on the way to the arena. To all of you out there, get out there and enjoy the hockey. Get out there and enjoy the decent fall weather because the gray days of autumn are coming whether you want to or not. And above all else, go Bears! I'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.